Aloha. I will I will once again be voting for Harambe. Trying not to uh, remark on his son's afro. Welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode, I'm writing it down, 345. Thank you very much for joining the show. Had somebody just today send me a text and say, hey, what's the email address? I say it every week. Mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com. If you would like to send us an email, do it there. Voicemail, 949-464-TBLS-8257. Also, we have our Red Circle page, our bonus content. I'm currently doing reviewing the Dirty John Light series, Love Fraud. Almost through that over there. So become a patron, if you will, if you're so inclined. Uh, I'm joined now, as I am every week, by Ed Daly. Ed, what's up, dude? Hey. um, I just saw uh, that you either have to say you voted or you have to lie to visit Pornhub on Election Day. That's awesome. Which is great. It is. Yeah. Especially because Pornhub is. crazy. Those are Canadians that run Pornhub. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Canadians are the best. They're the best. It's just – it's crazy to me still, and we're going to have record record turnout, that there are still just tons of people just don't vote. They're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not voting. No, it's crazy. It's insane. But I think I heard that the, the, the um, pre-voting has almost matched the entire ele- last election. Is that right? Can that well, be right? The people in Texas, they've already surpassed it. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. Um. You know, I will. Um, it's it, our our feelings on on the the election are clear, and have been for a long time. Yes, I will. I will, I will just, once again be voting for Harambe, like I did four years ago. <laughs> uh, I I thought this story should uh, would be a nice cap around everything. Um, I have an uncle who's like an electrical contractor or something lives down in the Atlantic city region. Mm-hmm. Nice area. Say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some amazing sandwich shops in that area. I'm my, mom, sure. my mom grew up, my mom grew up down there. Yeah. It's, um, it, whatever the, the yeah. area is the area. Um, my uncle was ripped off by Trump. Mm, late eighties. Like his company and people just didn't get paid. It was a big thing. But everybody in the tri-state area knows that. Like everybody's got one of them. Right. right. He was one of these guys. Like he was one of my first. I mean, I would see the tabloid shit because um, I'm closer to New York City. That's like two hours south, two and a half hours south of me. Um, but I heard about what a shit Trump was and how much this guy hated my uncle, hated this guy. Just always like any Trump related stuff. It was like, well, this guy sucks. I hate him. Um, but here's the thing about my uncle. Racist. <laughs> so he's so he voted for him. He was personally so, robbed. This, you know, I, I just knew like in my head. Oh, uh, he's. You know, I if there's one thing I know, I've always known that Trump is a terrible dude before I like when I was like 12. I knew about this kind of shit because it was like, oh, Trump, you know, ripped, ripped off a family member. And he was, you know, a terrible dude and just kind of lawyers up and just says, fuck you. What are you going to do about it? Like that was his his way of doing business forever. Yeah. And so I only knew this. And then I just didn't think about it I, because he is my racist. My, my mom comes from real peasant stock. Um, that. Uh, area of the family I don't real I'm not super close with. It's just you know I recognize these are 
people that I have to see every once in a great while, but I, I don't enjoy the time spent. So I never thought about it. And then I found out just this past week, oh, yeah, he's like full MAGA. And I was like, this guy uh, was actually robbed by Trump, great. but he's racist. Yeah. And you know what? He's 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 the captain of the racist team. Yeah. And he's a terrible, terrible dude. And he's bad at his job. Yeah, the so, only yeah. thing he's good at is making white people feel like proud to be white. Yeah. He's not he's not good at governing or anything. And fuck, if you want to ever get a vaccine, how, how easy is that going to go? No, it's not. Well, he's good. Um, at, he's good at manipulating the media. You know, that's his skill. Yeah, he is. But mm-hmm. he's. He's dog shit. He's bad at being a Republican. You, you anybody who's like thinking of sitting this one out because they hate to think about a dem- voting for a Democrat, just trust me. The Republican Party, as you know, would be better off for it if this guy. Also, the Democrat is a Republican. So if you're a Republican, yeah, he's the most. I mean, the, we had an episode. The, the other guy running six, is more of a Republican. Six, six months ago, called. Uh, cancel Biden or fuck Biden. Yeah, cancel Biden. Like, he's he's like my eleventh choice of who could be the nominee, sure. and I didn't think twice about voting for him. Yeah, not That's Trump. I mean, are you kidding me? Donald oh. Trump's the worst guy ever. He's I, a horrible de- dude. Yes, he's a bad person. I agree. Um, anything else? I'm trying to think. No, I, it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to give you a little bit of a. A color into my life and how my racist MAGA relatives. Yes, people. Any of them, by the way. Yeah, people They're rationalize. Racist. That's the common link to all these different uncles and aunts. They're racist. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no voicemails this week. I hope everybody's okay. No it's one, a weird, it's a weird time. time for, yeah. for America right people now. are puckered. Um, but one email. Let's play the song anyway. He's so easy to hate Your time he likes to waste His calls are far from great His calls are far from great He's such a stupid fuck He seems down on his luck His voicemails really suck His voicemails really suck No one's enjoying him He's so annoying Plus so fucking boring and worthless But he's got nothing else to do And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits He's been well in Arminia Okay, one email this week Brian and Ed Ed is is in quotes (laughs) Like, like is so you say, right? Ed. Yeah, yeah. Ed, as you call yourself. Well, he's probably like no one born after 1959 is called Ed, so it's confusing to him. I mean, fair, right? That's fair. Yeah. Um, Brian and Ed. On speaking of that, I have a close family member that's um, with child, and mm-hmm. it's 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 a going to be hopefully a very masculine child, and. Uh, don't name him Ed. I was I, I was giving name advice, and I gave my standard name. Go to the Social Security Registry from 1963. <laughs> scroll the fucking list and pick any of those names, and you'll be fine. Wait a second. Yeah. Did I text you about this? I was. Where was I? That I was around somebody in Gay the bathhouse. Yeah. No, I oh. was around a child this weekend. Oh, you didn't tell me. That. I can't. And somebody kept shouting for their kid, and it was Gary. Oh, that's amazing. It was amazing. Their son – and I I, oh, I got to find – I texted one of my friends. I was like, there is, a, there is a mom screaming for Gary, and the only kid she could possibly be talking about is like two years old, Insane. Gary. Uh, no, no child currently named Gary, and if, if there were one, he would immediately be the cutest kid. Yeah. It, it was Gary or it was – no, it was – it was it was something like Gary. It's not Gary because you've talked about Gary. Right, right. But it's, it's like that. Dennis. I'll find it. I'll find it. It's, it. it's in that 
Right. You know, the guy Ballpark. was 30 years old in 1974. God. Ron. Imagine a baby called Ron. Come, come here, Ron. <laughs> that's everybody's Ron. That's everybody's stepdad's name, Ron. Uh, Brian and Ed quotes, on a scale of one to ten, one being A.C. Green and ten being Magic Johnson, how would you score Lewis Hamilton on the needs it scale? Is he a ten or is he an eleven? That's from Pete in Pocatello. P.S. How many pairs of high-heeled boots do you think Lewis owns? Ed, are you familiar with Formula One mega champion, greatest driver in Formula One history, Lewis Hamilton? Um, I don't. I don't know much beyond. I mean, I know he's a superstar. I watched that uh, David Letterman Netflix show. Yeah. He interviewed Hamilton. And yeah. I thought it was pretty good. And you know, his dad seems a bit of a jennifer capriotti dad when it comes to you got car driving yeah you got to be all in on that sport because i don't think most of these kids like come from money little mini go-karts yeah. first yeah but it's it's expensive to get into but yeah. they're all all these guys so here's the rankings number carl. i just i just found the text carl oh that's amazing there's a, there's a kid here oh you know what it was it wasn't a little kid in my my son's soccer game. Oh yeah, so like a there was a kid, twelve year old. There was a kid. Yeah, they're shouting Carl. My son was born in '09. There was right. a boy born in '09 that the parents said, "Hey Carl, that's that's our baby's name, Carl." Amazing, I love it. In '09, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. Let's call him Carl. Let's call this baby Carl. Um, so let's let's rank who. Who it's it's a got it's a combination of athletes who a fuck the most, but also the highest. He he brought up the the most high profile V card, AC Green. Right, right. But it's the highest. I'm just talking in terms of sports. Like Lewis Hamilton is a race car driver, so those guys probably fuck the most high level. I mean, what about elite soccer players? Uh, I was going to be second. Ronaldo. Yes. So I would say soccer players that or race car drivers followed by hockey players over NBA. Well, NBA. I think NBA does a ton of fucking. Here's the thing about they fuck a lot, but also it's a lot of sloppy Instagram models like there's yes they'll they'll score like a like a real honey often but it's not the level of of these F1 guys who are like traipsing around Monte Carlo with supermodels Mm. that's the level also the NBA players are all Adonis's like they're they're elite they're oh, they're next, ridiculous they're like n- more evolved humans than the rest of us these these F1 guys are all like 5 6 they're just guys who fit in cars yeah let's see so i just googled lewis hamilton dated and here's okay. who came up nicole scherzinger okay she's one of the pussycat dolls never really did it for me but i get it she's pretty hot yeah um, someone called Danielle Lloyd, who looks like a model socialite. A lot of these people I haven't heard of. Lotta Hintza. That sounds like a Bond girl. Miss. Oh, she was Miss Finland. That's pretty high level. Vivian Burkhart, Miss Grenada. A lot That's of a good country to. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it looks like a pretty good country. Uh, Rihanna. Rita Ora. I like that. Rita Ora might be the hottest chick in the world. Honestly, we're talking hottest chicks in the world. She's up there. Rita, I told you Rita when, Ora I'm, in might England, be first. when yeah. I'm in England, yeah. she's in the tabloids every day. Yes, she yes. She's Maybe big over not. there. Um, Barbara Palvin, I don't know, a Hungarian model. Winnie Harley. Because Barbara is another name you just don't hear. That's true. That's but, that's your mom's it, friend's name. My my that's my mother in law's name. Yeah, but uh, 
But yeah, from like Eastern Europe, all, all bets are off. I, I'm yeah. looking at her. Yeah, she's yeah. young and everything. Um, Winnie Harlow. Do you know who she is? I think she's uh, Canadian. She's yeah. she's a she's supermodel. Skin condition. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's got vitiligo. Very beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Um, Sophia Richie, Lionel Richie's daughter. Is she related to the other one that was on the Paris Hilton show? Didn't wasn't there a Richie? <laughs> yes, but she she's adopted. Oh, okay. But yes, they're both Lionel Richie's daughter. Um, I mean, if I was dating Lionel Richie's daughter, I don't know how many times I would just work in, like, calling her, just say hello. Yeah. Lionel Richie, low-key, doesn't really get enough credit for how much of an icon he is. No, Uh, I remember one time I heard a story about, he was Commodores, right? Yep, Commodores. I think... I think it was like Auburn or a school like that in that general region. And they were big time. He was just printing money in college. Oh, really? And yeah, I think so. Like, I, I think he was, he was already, I, he was, he was doing good stuff for himself in college. And then they, you know, they beca- became one of the biggest uh, groups, singers in America. I mean, then he became, you know, a superstar, but this was a guy who was doing well for himself in college. I believe that. That that wouldn't surprise me. Somebody I knew shot a movie that Lionel Richie helped finance, and they they screened it at Lionel Richie's house. <laughs> and they, he, I mean, Lionel Richie, you would be shocked to learn as a pretty nice house, but just said he couldn't have been a nicer dude. Just super friendly, knew everybody's name, no airs about him, just a delightful guy, really nice guy. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I would say race car drivers, Lewis Hamilton, you know, they're also real competitive. I would say Lewis Hamilton's like a 10 or 11 on the needs at scale. He needs it. Well, here's, here's one other thing that I would say works in his favor. There are lots of race car drivers. He's the best, or at least, you know, he has been the best over a 10-year span. He also doesn't look like most race car drivers. It's true. He's black. He's he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he is. But, he's, but on top of being good-looking, he's black, which in that world, that makes him even more of a standout. So I think, I think he's elite level of everything right he's he's the best he's the most celebrated driver of the past decade yes and he's good looking and he's black which in that world i think standing out it it makes it that much better for him yes i agree and as far as the high-heeled boots i don't i don't feel like lewis wears the high-heeled boots he wears those race car driver shoes so you can feel the pedals I don't even know what that means. You're way into it now, right? Well, no, I'm You're just like a race car super fan. Well, no, there's Pete and Pocatello saying because he's short. Why does he? He's saying how many pairs of high heeled boots do you think Lewis owns? Because he's making fun of Lewis Hamilton. I get it, but I I see him. It doesn't look like he's hiding the fact that he's short. Right. That's I, that's, I agree with you. Lots of hot chicks. That's you know I'm agreeing with you. I'm disagreeing with yeah. Pete and Pocatello. I will say this, and this made me think of something. I was watching, I was kind of drunk this weekend and I was like getting ready for bed and I just threw on Netflix and I threw on the most recent season of, um, the, your, my next guest is with David Letterman and he was interviewing Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And I almost texted you because I took some pictures, but it was real late. You know, it would have been, you would have long been asleep on the East coast. Robert Downey Jr. came out and like shook Dave's hand and Dave's like 6'2". And I was like, Robert Downey Jr. is a little guy, but he seems not little enough. Was he going lifts? Eddie was wearing lifts. Yeah, because he's little. He's little. And I looked, I checked the shoes and he had like high tops on and they had a thick soul and you could distinctly tell 
you know how girls it's like a style for girls to wear sneakers they do like the jordan style sneakers or dunks and they're high top and you can tell that there's a heel inside the high top to make it like girl have you seen that yes that's what robert downey jr wears he had him on and then they did a scene where they were at his estate in Malibu where he was where he has a farm and he was wearing hiking boots and he had the same setup. Lifts. I detected the lifts. Go back and watch it. My theory will be borne out. RDJ rocks lifts. And uh I went to Letterman taping the last year he was on the air. Yeah. And I happened to be in like the second row and he talked to the audience before the taping. And he's he was like five feet from me or so. He's legit as tall as described. You know, some people like oh, yeah. what they're rumored to be like. He's like a tall yeah. drink of water guy. I mean, the rumor also is, is that Dave is. Packing. Just a legend. Yeah. I saw the clip going around this weekend of him just straight up dunking on Trump. It was like the highlights of him just calling Trump a racist. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, and from his old just, show. Yeah. 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 He's the best. Yeah. No, he's amazing. I love Dave. Uh, thanks for that. Pete Perkins from Pocatello. Appreciate. Alliterative. Reach out. Very alliterative. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Pete. Uh, Okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I'm my own Troy on DVD Beautiful song Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? We haven't so talked sports in a while. When we recorded last week, I think we were in the early innings. Yeah. And the Dodgers were down. You were a little bit what you was were a little bit uneasy. And then Cash, is that his name? He made the decision yeah. to play these weird numbers instead of just going right. with the hot hand. No, you're not allowed to go with your gut anymore in baseball. And so yeah. this this Blake Snell. Right, who already won a Cy Young like two years ago or yeah, last year. Yeah, he was pitching a gem. He gives up one little bleeder, and they pull him. He didn't have a single hard hit ball the whole game. He had struck out nine. The Dodgers could not do anything against him, but there's the data suggests that it's bad for a pitcher to go three times through the order. And the top of the order was coming up. The number nine hitter hits a bleeder base hit. Mookie Betts is coming up next. Can't take the chance. It's a one-run lead. Mookie Betts is the go-ahead run. They pull him. Dodgers score two runs. Rest is history. They won the World Series. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. And uh, it also, if the Rays could have forced game seven, Dodgers could have been in a little bit of trouble because... Uh, there was a COVID outbreak yeah. in the clubhouse, and one guy was pulled after the sixth inning. Well, oh, I wouldn't say it's an outbreak, but one I'm of the— I'm just saying there could have been some con- yes. ter- contact yeah. tracing yes. issues. Like, there was a positive in the clubhouse, right. and they told Justin Turner, buddy— and by the way, Jesus— I mean, he really has just morphed into Gritty. Like, there's not— Yeah, he looks so much like Gritty. There's no difference between him and Gritty. Are those AM PM commercials national? No. Because there's an A, you know what AM, AM PM is like a convenience store? No, I, I don't know that. Okay, well, they have this campaign where there's like a guy, there's like a cartoonish guy 
made of like all the disgusting food items. At he look, look like Justin Turner. Yes, because he, his he has a beard made of <laughs> Cheetos, and and they do yeah, they do it's now a Justin Turner's looking beard. Yes, J, Justin Turner is in the commercials with I can't remember the name of the AMPM guy. He's in the commercials with him. Oh, so it's uh it's a meta situation because everyone's yeah. like that guy looks like Justin Turner and then they do commercials with Justin Turner. But yeah, Dustin something's fishy there. I so, got there's something ha- there's something more to this story that we're not hearing. So he just he was pulled because he had a positive test. I'm like you're out. And then when they celebrated, he just went out and celebrated with his teammates right? and and like wore a mask and pulled it down for the picture 20 times yeah. a minute. No, but they ke- I kept seeing he's on the field and like he was just pulling it down for no reason. Yeah, it's he was just on the field like he he fully didn't respect any of the rules. It's there has to be more to the story cuz a how this is major league baseball they're testing these guys every day. How do you not have a result until the 8th inning of a game? It's weird. That's insane. And then the Dodgers are, I think Dave Roberts had cancer or something. I think that he has something that makes him like a higher risk. I could be fucking this up. He's never without a mask. He's always got a mask on in the dugout. Then they're taking the team picture. And not only does Dave Roberts have not have a mask on, he's sitting directly next to Justin Turner in the picture. It's like the Dodgers knew something that we didn't know. Either that it was a false positive or that maybe they ha- he'd already had it. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But it's just – they were just all, all – I know they were happy that they won the game, but they were a little too casual with it. I could see yeah, them – Yeah, it was uncomfortable watching it. Right. I could see them going, hey, let's bring him out here. Let's all keep our distance. You know, like let's all have right, our masks let on. Let him be in the picture just – Put on a mask or just, something. I don't know. Just the ca- the one them discovering that he had a positive COVID test in the eighth inning of game six is insane to me. But then just the casualness with which they celebrated, it just it, – it something is weird about that to me. I don't know what it is, but I imagine we'll find out at some point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, staying with baseball, Alex Rodriguez had hopes of buying the New York Mets. They were uh, up for sale, and uh, he lost out to this guy, Steve Cohen. His group lost out to Steve Cohen. And so A-Rod tried to have New York City's mayor, Bill de Blasio, try to block the sale, which was unsuccessful. Um, But people did some – reporters did some digging and found out A-Rod was behind the uh, attempted block. And um, A-Rod is historically unpopular, like amongst yeah. everybody. Yeah. And then his lifeline, the his, the, the one savior every, he tried everyone to lean that, on. Everyone hates him. The least popular yeah. mayor of my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know anyone that likes de Blasio. Like, everyone hates him. Ed, Co- Ed Koch, people – some people found him colorful. Other people found him to be a monster. But there were – different sides to him Rudy there were different sides to like who liked them who didn't like him he's too rough on people but he's cleaned up the city there was an argument I don't know anyone that has a positive image of de Blasio um no he's hated was he he ever liked no yeah he's always been hated people like to talk about his uh his son used to show up at the campaign rallies and the talking point was people going through gym, uh, gymnastics, trying not to uh, remark on his son's afro. Oh, because he's he's married to a black his woman. Wife's, his wife's well, black, yeah. but his son would have this afro, and like people would talk about, it, like, yeah, that son's out there with that hair, and they were like, just everybody wanted to talk about it, but they wouldn't oh. talk about but it. That was, but I'm I'm just saying that was the only interesting thing about him. I think yeah. he won. In the sense that there were six people running type deal. That right. like, I think there was some cannibalized voting, but I didn't know anyone that liked him when he was running. I just, the yeah. only thing I remember is people being like, 
like Stern would talk about it. Be like, you see that son's hair? Pretty, pretty big. But like, you didn't actually hear anything about de Blasio. He just kind of snuck yeah. through. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He's, we're not going to have, we're not going to have to deal with Bill de Blasio much longer. Alex Rodriguez screwed up because he wanted to be the guy. And, and as rich as Alex Rodriguez is, he's yeah. not rich enough. You need, he's not Steve Cohen rich, right? You need to partner with a guy like that. And you go, Hey, Steve Cohen, nobody's going to get excited. No matter how rich you are about you buying the Mets, they will get excited about, well, maybe not. Maybe that's a bad example. Cause he's Alex Rodriguez. Maybe he could be Alex Rodriguez could be like, Hey, let's get Bobby Bonilla. We'll bring him back. Excited about that. We'll make, we'll make him the fit. Fa- okay. Let's get, Let's call up Kevin McReynolds. See what he's doing these days. We'll bring him in. We'll make him the face of the thing, but we'll really own it behind the scenes. That's what the Dodgers did. They got Magic right. Johnson. People think Magic well, Johnson owns the Dodgers. Of course he doesn't. I know. Uh, people people thought that for he he eventually left because he wanted to be in the agent game. But Jay Z, people thought he owned the Nets. He owned like one tenth yes. of one percent. That's the blueprint. You get somebody that everybody loves. Or Drake with the Raptors, right? I don't even think he's – I think he's just a fan. Drake's the worst. Aubrey? I know, but, I, but I, he's, he's part of like their – he's their Jack Nicholson. Oh, I didn't – yeah, he, yeah, he's like a super fan. But I thought he might actually he have might. an ownership he part. Might. But how much – I mean how much does it cost to own part of the Raptors? That's Canadian money. It's yeah, not it's even real. Yeah, a couple toonies. You're good. Yeah. Um – uh, the shut up and play talking heads were pretty supportive this weekend of Brett Favre, Bobby Bowden, Jay Cutler, and Jack Nicholas endorsing Trump. Yeah, of course they are. There's, there's um, no surprise there. You know what's weird? I was actually I was genuinely surprised by Jack Nicholas doing it um, because I just figured he was uh, he, he you know somebody said this and I I, I thought Nicholas was just doing it from the bottom of his heart. Um, but he did get a twenty million dollar um, uh, grant from the Trump administration for some sort of hospital in his name. Yeah, just last year. Yeah, and these they probably it's weird. So, so that's how it works, right? Like, exactly. They're probably rich guy. You know, they're rich golf dudes. What? There's I'm confused. Yeah, I, he said he was the best man for the country, but. It, I don't know. I didn't get a $20 million deal. So I'm just wondering, does Nicholas, is he just doing that because he got a deal or he is? Well, he's, does- he's also a rich old white guy from Ohio that plays golf. I mean, are there any of those that aren't voting for Trump? I know when yeah. people are trying to make a big deal. Well, that's a big celebrity endorsement. It's like who really knows who Jack Nicholas is? Who's on the fence about voting? Yeah, exactly. Who's on the fence about voting? Nobody. <laughs> No. Right. Um, uh, a negated sack cost a guy a million dollars in Danny, daily fantasy. Like the NFL changed the ruling on something. That sucks. Like in like during like the game during before, before he could have cashed his ticket. It posted that he won the million dollars. And I read he took his dog like Bosco for a walk and he came back and they're like, yeah, actually, you tied for seventh. You get. Four thousand dollars. I miss the days of the official scorer. Is the official scorer still there? Because I I miss the days when like Sparky Anderson would like run up to the press box and be trying to kick yeah, down the door because they gave Alan Trammell an error on when it should have been a hit. They'd shake their fist at yeah. the, at the uh, official scorer. Well, I think they have like a team. But yeah, this guy thought he had a million dollars. Took his dog for a walk. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, you got $4,000. That kind of sucks. Not that sucks. The one thing um, I do that is good about this COVID stuff mm-hmm. is that it's really ruining football for fantasy football guys because they don't know what to do because guys test positive. And then all of a sudden, hey, we're, gonna, we're not going to play on Sunday. We're going to play it two weeks from Tuesday and who are you going to start? And, oh, yeah, and they have like some weekday games. There's, too. there's games on Thursdays. There was one on Tuesday a couple weeks ago. And that really, I really enjoy that because people <laughs> that are really into fantasy football are fucking losers. Like I really want them 
to have a bad time because their hobby is stupid and they should know that. I, I don't, I gotta say my son, uh, my fifth grade son, he's a little kid, fantasy, fantasy football. And I've helped him a little bit. Of course you have, you know, stuff. Well, but I've actually found, oh, no. I found that oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm acknowledging like that it exists more. There was like a 10 year stretch where I was just out on fantasy football. I played it and then I stopped. And so I get it because I see my son's frustration with something and he's yeah. 10. Yeah. And so I, I'm not anti the fantasy. I am. My son likes it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm for it for the daily children. <laughs> just but, just child the it, other son doesn't give a fuck yeah, about sports whatsoever good, good for him um members of a it's this is a big thing first it was the boats now they're just like clogging highways the trump caravan yeah. people would like pick up trucks and flags well they were trying to do this in arizona and and a bunch of them complained cardinals receiver deandre hopkins swerved through their parade in his ferrari and gave him the amazing finger. i love this deandre hopkins guy He's awesome. He's a he's a, such a great player. Yeah, and the, and the, and I know we've got a bunch of uh, Texan fans. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, just you, the worst. He just punted him for nothing. He just right? gave him away because he didn't like him. Because he like talked back at a meeting or something. Guess what? But he's, he's like he's the best receiver in football. Yeah, he's like. First of all, wide receivers temperamental anyways. You, you, you're a football coach. You should know, be able to know how to deal with that by now. Secondly, you don't trade Hall of Famers. Yeah, he's, he's so good. Also, when has there ever been a trade in football before? There's been zero trades in the history of football that I can remember. And then this guy gives away... And didn't yeah, he's tra- like, we'll take your broken down running back, uh, David Johnson... Right. He traded him for one of those guys that was the good running back one year. Let me let me just explain how football works. I don't play fantasy football. If the, if a guy is the best running back in the league one year, he's going to be a piece of shit two years from then because his it, it really his, almost always is the truth. Yeah, it's the, their brain gets rearranged too much. Like you can't put your body through that for more than a couple seasons. Yeah. Good. Fuck. Um. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, fuck they, everybody that's not DeAndre get, Hopkins. And then. They asked him, like, for an excuse, and I think he said, I tried to give him the peace symbol, but uh, my finger was hurting from something. I so love that it guy. Just, yeah, Amazing. it was great. Amazing. Well, it's time, it's time for now sports, now sports segment, segment, on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports, I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports, now sports, What's going on in non-sports, Ed? So I just read this guy's obituary this past weekend, and I thought it was good enough that we should just bring it up. Um, R.I.P., I think he was, yeah, 92, man named James Randi. Oh, I know this R-A-N-D-I. guy. R-A-N-D-I. The amazing Randi. Yeah. He was a magician who devoted his life to debunking the paranormal. Oh, yeah. I love people like this he's, because yeah. he's he's he was in the entertainment business, but he wanted to make sure from what I read, he didn't want people to be taken for a ride with bullshit like, oh, you can talk to my dead relative. And I know Houdini used to do that. Yep. Because after World War One and the and the flu pandemic, I think I maybe I'm having my timing out, but there was like after a series of a bunch of people dying in war he was like, you know what? All these mediums that that say they're going to talk to the dead loved ones are just taking advantage of people. So he used to debunk these people, and this guy James Randi also did it. And so I thought we should uh, just say rest in peace. I remember I remember seeing a documentary about James Randi, the amazing Randi, in my in my philosophy one hundred and one class in college. The professor showed it, and that was his thing. He's like, I can show you how these guys are bullshitting you. And he, he would, he explained like, basically you're a, a psychic is someone that has a skill and right, they can read, right. Read like, um, body language kind of facial tics. They say things to you. And while you think you're not reacting, 
they can read your body language and tell by your reaction where to steer the conversation. And he knew how to do this. He also explained how, you know, they talk in generalities. They make it seem like things, they say things to you that seem very specific to you. But if you really think about it, they could mean a lot of different things. But he really hated this one guy that was a big magician mentalist in the late 70s, early 80s. And his name was Uri, Uri Geller. Uri Geller. I think he's Israeli. And he would do he would do these things where he would they were parlor tricks, but he presented them as real. And one time he was going to be and this. I'm sure this is on YouTube. One time he was going to be on the Tonight Show and Johnny Carson used to be a magician. So before Uri Geller came on, Johnny Carson reached out to James Randi and was like, hey, you're we're having Uri Geller on. I know you hate his guts. What should we do to control the situation? And so Uri Geller's big thing was that he could bend spoons, which everybody knows is a trick where they, they bring their own spoon and they get the spoon real weak. They, all, they, they pre-bend the spoon so it's almost broken, but you can't tell by looking. And then they do that thing. They, they, they're real theatrical about it. And then eventually the spoon breaks in, the, in their hands and you're like, that's amazing. So, so James Randi is like, well, don't let him bring his own spoons. So he's sitting in the chair and it's amazing clip because he's sitting in the chair and he's trying to like fake his way through it and he's sweating and he's uncomfortable and he's like, I just, uh, I don't, I feel the energy It's something in the room, the crowd, there is something, the energy is just not right. Like he's trying to, he's trying to explain it away. That's amazing. And Johnny just lets it sit and he's like, Hey. Take your time, Uri, and it's just fucking silence. It's the t- it's the that. biggest show in the world at the time, and it's just it's so uncomfortable and so amazing. Uh, I had no idea that James Randi was still alive, but he was an awesome dude, and he he did this like a lot, like this. He made this his career. He started as a magician, and then he would just go around debunking frauds, pointing out what these people were doing to to defraud people out of you know money yeah because he still believed in the entertainment value yeah, of but that say world. what it is but he was like but it's entertainment stop trying to mm-hmm. build people because they're desperate to to attach to something yeah you know so uh rest in peace James all right all right uh another one you know i'm a big james bond guy of course sean connery sean legend. connery yeah legend and we did uh, a movie of his maybe six months ago. The Rock. The Rock. Mm-hmm. He's great. He just yeah. he chewed up scenes. He, he was, was great. He was great. I like when we talked about The Rock. He obviously he did it for the money, but he made them. He would. He refused to travel back and forth from Alcatraz every day. Oh, yeah. Didn't they have to build him a, a, yeah, like a made, home? Yeah, he made him build him build like <laughs> a cabin on. Oh, I, legend. I also liked how. Um, Sean Connery would go on and off with the toupee. Well, he he actually wanted to I think I read he wanted to go. He only had. His own hair in Dr. No. So from what was it? Thunderball or whatever the second from Russia with love from the second movie on. He had a piece. Yeah. And he was fine. Like he went out in the world as a bald guy. Right. Yeah. And he, they, they wanted him to have hair, but yeah. he was, he was like, fine, but I'm, I'm not going to pretend I don't like, they wanted him to wear a piece to the premiere and stuff like that. He's like, no, no not doing it. No, I'm a bald guy. Good for him. Scotsman wore yeah. the kilt legend. My, my buddy sent me a, a link. I don't know. Some work colleague said, he uh, he spotted a guy wearing a kilt, and he recognized the the pattern, and he gave him a ride somewhere. Like he was just he was he was the true Scotsman, looked out for his fellow Scotsman, was a, a good dude. A life well lived. I can only yeah. ninety years old. We should all be so lucky. And I imagine uh, he got it in during his time. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, speaking of lives not well lived. This is this is a disturbing COVID story. Yodeling concert in Switzerland blamed for the worst COVID supercluster in Europe. I mean, one. I mean, of if course, 
phone. They're yodeling. There's so many. And you know, I hate this word, but it's, I have to oh, say it. Droplets. So many droplets. You're going to yodel. That's just, a, that's just a, a spray. That's a droplet of fun. Yes. It's, it's, it's a mist. It's just a constant. And you know how they talk about, they talk about viral load. You know, it's, it's how many droplets they think is what is what that affects how bad your case could be. And so yodeling, imagine two or three of the yodelers That's are the misting. Yeah. To get those, yes. those droplets out. But I mean, anybody, and anybody that attends a, you die. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that was yeah. what you risked it all for. Yes. It's like if I die of COVID, but it was in the effort to fuck Selma Hayek. Yes, totally. You'd be like, you'd yeah. be like, well, yeah. It's too bad, but at least he was going for it. Going for it at a yodeling concert? Yes. Get out of here. It's, it's like, and I'm, I know people don't like it when I say this. It's the, the Route 95 massacre in Las Vegas is the yeah. so horrible, so awful. But it makes me a little more sad that it was also at a Jason Aldean concert. Oh, man. Like that makes it just even worse. Same with the yodeling. Like you're going to get COVID, but you're going to like get it on a train on the way to save some babies from to, to, to give them a blood transfusion or something. But at a yodeling event, awful. So sad. Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, Tennessee Senator Joey Hensley. I guess he used to be like a small town doctor. Oh yeah. Those are the good he, ones. And then became the uh, state Senator. Well, he um, got in trouble for prescribing opioids to his cousin and also to his lover. And uh, those are the same person. <laughs> Is this a state Senator? State Senator. Yeah. Not like, not like on the the level with the. I mean, they've got Marsha Blackburn is a pretty horrible senator from yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, but Joey Hensley. Wow, yeah. wow! I mean, Rudy Giuliani. Totally. <laughs> he was he was sexing his own cousin and providing and, them opioids. Getting her, getting her on uh, on spa, smack. Oh, amazing related products. Um. Now we move over to Arkansas. A conservative Republican running for Arkansas Senate had to apologize for his KKK costume in high school. And let he who has not worn his Nathan Bedford Forrest outfit in high school <laughs> cast the first stone. I think we've all been there. He he went with the George uh, Costanza. Was that wrong? Was, Was that- I, I didn't know I couldn't do that. I mean, you have to understand, I was 16, and I was living in Arkansas. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was frowned upon. Also, there were KKK uniforms around. Like, I, if I, I saw a video yeah. of somebody posted, they, they just stood near like a strip mall or something with a Black Lives Matter sign in Arkansas. Yeah. And it was not pleasant. I'm sure it wasn't. I, it's a lot like we discussed on the show before. Like if I had to drive to La Habra right now, which is a city, I think in Orange County, and you gave me ten million million dollars and you wouldn't give me my phone to find my way there, I wouldn't be able to get there, even though I've lived here my whole life. Right. Similarly, if you're like, you got two hours, go out and get an authentic KKK uniform right now. I don't think that's possible here, but in Arkansas. I imagine you wouldn't have to knock on that many doors. Fair. Um, well, we're going to bring it to the Northeast. Uh, a New Hampshire woman impersonated a prosecutor and dropped the stalking and drug charges against herself. Now, she eventually got caught. Love but, it. Uh, can't knock the hustle. This is like Ferris Bueller. She's like, <laughs> goes in and changes the grades. She's like, yeah. <laughs> What she like filled out some paperwork or I don't even know how she did it, but that's amazing. I dismissed the charges. <laughs> yes. Rooney. 
<laughs> she calls up and is like, you "Hey, know, this is the prosecutor." <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, that you know, uh, case number one four three three on the docket. Drop the charges on that one. I just Drop. feeling whimsical today. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. More people um, should do stuff like that. I don't I feel like I read this was New York City, but I don't I don't know. A waiter accidentally switched a two thousand dollar bottle of wine with an eighteen dollar one and nobody at either table noticed until that. the bills came. I believe that. Yeah, I don't I'm not a big wine guy. Sure. I've had it from time to time yep. at the the appropriate restaurants. I'm not like yep. a wine at home guy, so yep. I, I don't and uh who the fuck knows? You uh, can tell when something is dog shit. Yeah. Once it hits. But like, a, yeah. But like $18, if it's a good $18, like who the fuck knows? Once and nobody noticed. Once it hits a certain level, like eight, eight, there's a distinct difference between a $12 bottle of wine and a $30 bottle of wine for sure. But above that, I don't, I don't have the palate for it. Like I don't, I just don't know. It all tastes good to me. And like when I used to take customers out and some would be like way yeah. into it. Yeah. And I, I, I never had expense reports rejected. Sure. But I also didn't want to be that guy, have, be the guy who have somebody ask, well, why did you get a $2,000 bottle of wine? So I would sometimes be like, yeah, let's. Let's bring it down a notch a little bit. Right. Yeah. How about like, yeah, find something in the $350 range. I was, I was in Texas a couple weeks ago Mm. or last weekend and my my buddy and his wife took us out to dinner and they, they were ordering $150 bottles of wine. And I was like, that's too much. Like, let's just, let's find like a $60 bottle of wine. And he's like, nah, I got it. I got it. And then he was so drunk (laughs) to, Two times in a row, they brought the wine to the table and they filled, they poured a glass for everybody. And two times in a row, he immediately knocked his glass over and poured it all over the whole table. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, he was paying. It was nice of him. I didn't, I tried not to let him pay, but it was, it was, it hurt me to see $37 of wine spewed across the table. Well, I t- did I tell you the story about when I went out to dinner with one of Musk's partners with PayPal? One of the guys no. who invented PayPal. No, Peter so Thiel. Friend- did he? Was he? Was he in the process of having a, a teenager's blood transfused into him? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the, too much of the the evening. I had a buddy in town, and he's like, "Hey." I've got to go out to dinner with my wife and our college friends and their various boyfriends and husbands. Mm -hmm. And could you just come so we can hang out and it'll be like this big group dinner and we can just hang out at the end of the table. Right. Hang out. Yeah. I was like, fine. And then the orders started. So I've already, I've already stepped on the, uh, the punchline here, but uh, the orders were coming in and they started ordering real expensive shit. And I was like, you know, I'm just like a beer. I sure. had a steak, but I'm just yeah. like a beer. Guy. Like I was not, I was not like penny pinching, but I just was not the guy drinking the four hundred dollar bottle of wine. Yeah, you got to read the group. Like it's it's yeah. one thing if you're like, I'm gonna pick this up. I know I'm. I haven't told the table yet that I'm gonna pick it up, but I know I'm gonna pick it up, so I'm just gonna order whatever I want. But it's always assumed. That the bill's going to come and we're going to drop six cards on the table and it's going to go six ways. And in that case, you don't order $400 bottles of wine. Yeah, so there were some big orders. And I was like, motherfucker. Like, I, I went to hang out with my buddy and I thought I'd drop around 100 bucks, you know, 130 whatever. Like, it, it could have been a sort of expensive dinner for one, but... I, I'm starting to like do the math in my head and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna spend like two fifty on fucking wine I didn't drink. And yeah, then no. the guy disappears and his wife's like, uh, you know, he he's uh he's taking care of it. Money doesn't matter to him. And I didn't yeah. know who this guy was. Sure. And I was like, What what do you I, I, 
I appreciate it. But what do you mean money doesn't matter to him? Like money kind of matters to everybody on some level. And she goes, well, he was one of the uh, inventors of PayPal. And I was like, oh, on second thought, you don't have some of that wine. I'll try that. (laughs) I heard um, maybe it was on Stern, Sebastian Maniscalco talking about like being becoming friends with Jerry Seinfeld and and, like going out, going out to dinner with him and how Seinfeld just like is just so classy that a, a bill never even comes. It's just, right. it's automatic. It's taken care of before somebody calls beforehand, gives a credit card, lets them know how much tip to add. And it's just never, there's, it's the table is just never concerned with any bill that's coming because it's already been taken care of. That's, and he's got all the money. He's got all the money. All of it. All the money. It's pretty um, sweet. A Florida man was mauled by a leopard. After paying $150 for the full contact experience. Oh, he wanted to fuck it. <laughs> That's what I think. He's like, you know, let's see what this re- this uh, leopard, what kind of fight it'll put up. It's 150 bucks to fuck a leopard. This is one of those, um, <laughs> I can't, is this Carol Baskin's ranch? Oh, yeah. Just yeah, where she does I mean, murders? <laughs> I still think about when people bring up the Tiger King, and I remember... Like it was probably the end of the first episode and they were talking about, well, Baskins hates Joe Exotic, but she's got something called Tiger Rescue and she's really and then they interview her and she's like, I'm just looking out for the well-being. And then you see they have worse enclosures yeah, with her place. Smaller no cages. Like yeah. It's terrible. She does the exact same thing. She was doing the exact same thing as Joe. Yeah. My favorite thing about Joe Exotic is that he's the whole, and this is all of these people that have these zoos air quotes like the air quotes around the name ed the whole the whole reason that these things exist is for people to get laid and i do i love joe exotic how he would get these young boys you know his first husband travis and he's like hey travis are you gay and travis is like no and then he's like but you do watch porn and travis is like yeah, I watch porn. And he's like, they got dicks and porn, right? And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there's dicks and porn. And he goes, well, I guess you're gay then. And Travis is like, I guess you're right. I'm gay. Well, first, but first he says, well, can you pass the meth? Yeah. Yeah, I guess and, I'm gay. Yeah. And also I got meth. So here, suck the meth pipe and then suck this because you're gay now. <laughs> um. So... um. There, uh, there was a Russian sausage king. Oh, I heard about this. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the Abe Froman of Russia was found dead in a sauna. He was killed with a crossbow. Wow. What a way to go. I mean, I guess when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah, and <laughs> I got to... Uh, I sent this to you, but uh, a Twitter account called I am Spilly had the greatest four word tweet of all time. Meat maker meets maker. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's about as good as it gets. A crossbow's a real message sender. You know, yeah. they're letting you know. But right. I mean, as much as there's horrible shit in America, you don't hear that. Like Russia is really like from a bond film this yeah there's there's not murders and saunas with crossbows no because a crossbow at its essence is Who's just, there? It's Chewbacca just kill him? yeah it's what just, is that? just a shitty gun just get a yeah. gun crossbows only got one arrow like that right. guy that if guy you in, don't hit that guy's gonna run right naked from the sauna that guy in the walking dead is i think has a crossbow is the walking dead still on there is a guy on there. I think it still exists. Oh my God. I keep hearing about it. He makes so much money. The crossbow guy. He I makes watched, so much money. I, I know. And he's very surly, right? Yes. Yeah. I watched one season and I felt, I felt okay with it. Yeah. It's the same. It's just the same thing over and over again, but he has they're a crossbow. Whisper, then they're attacking. Then they're whispering and sweating. Right. Then they're attacking. You, at uh, some point you would acquire an actual firearm. You wouldn't just stay with the crossbow. That's just in, that's just, that's all you got at the time. 
you wouldn't right, continue with the that planet has been wiped out yeah like in um i mean we're saying if this is zombie territory right in the movie zombie land woody harrelson's character like finds guns because now all the people are gone yes. their guns are just ready to be used exactly it's like mad max we're making a trip to the bullet farm for more bullets you know it's yeah. like you pick up shit that's around you go to the big five walmart wherever they have bullets you go get the bullets there and the guns you don't need the crossbow um so finally uh a story that may have broken the record for the amount of people for some reason letting yeah. me know yeah British High Court confirms Johnny Depp is a wife beater who can be called wife beater who abused Ham- Amber Heard. Yeah, it's a tough day for John. He, you know, I was, I mean, he's the one that sued them for libel. I think it's easier to sue for libel in England than it is here. False written defamation is libel. And he wanted to clear his good name and it kind of backfired. And also, wife beater. I mean, that seems a little excessive. May not have been unfair. the. Oh. It, was, it was patently unfair. Right, Johnny. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I. I first tried to take them to court in the south of France, but uh, apparently, because they're a British publication, I, I couldn't do that. I had to go to London to do it in. Uh, I, I feel that they still have bitterness over our wars and the. In the 18th century, and uh, that's why they ruled against me. You think you think you think there? This is kind of like the OJ case, where the jury was like, "Actually, we just wanted one for us." But it, but in your case, it's they're still mad about the Battle of Trenton. Yeah, well, I I see. Um, you know, remember the LAPD had the Rampart scandal? Yes. I think um, the Brits, they they viewed uh, the Napoleon era as the Rampart era of France. <laughs> so they were just – they wanted their uh, their pound of flesh. Oh, they, or, they, or you know what? Sorry, yes. it's Europe. They wanted their kilogram of flesh. <laughs> A kilo. Johnny, A kilo you, of Johnny kilo. you probably know about kilos. Uh, I might. No, I, I would. I would like to say that. Uh, yeah, they they can be smirch my good name in the uh, the press over there. But um, uh, I took solace and uh, I was uh, curled up on the couch uh, with a with some fun time um, drugs, cocaine, and uh, well, some cocaine, yeah, yeah. and uh, some some vino would be Kino. And, um, I, uh, I watched a, uh, a film by my good friend, Thomas Cruz, uh, the other day. And, uh, it was a, a, a delightful, whimsical tale called cocktail. Oh yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, he sat there and he had a, a poem, um, <laughs> a poem, a poem, um, <laughs> Behind the bar, and uh, you know, I, I've had all afternoon, and I, I decided to do my own version of of Thomas Cruz's poem. I would love to hear it, please. The, the a, a recitation. I am the last scarved warrior. <laughs> I see America cheering for the fabulous Bengal bracelets I wear. Americans getting thrilled on something I wear and shake. The Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, the Danny Brasco, the Don Juan DeMarco. I make films with mirth and good in the nick of time and even Ed Wood. I got into fracases with my betrothed Amber. We fought. We argued. We had Donny Brooks. We had tussles. Amber, you've ruined my life. But if you wanted to smear my image, why didn't you just remind me I was in The Astronaut's Wife? <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> Amazing. All right. J- Johnny, we wish you the best of luck. I, I'll pick well, up the pieces. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think you're a wife beater. I think the that's unlikely. Starts today. That's right. 
move on, do more Harry Potter movies, more Pirates of the Caribbean. You will, you're only 57 years old. You look amazing. You will recover from this. You will move on. Jack Sparrow will ride again or it better because I've got some bills to pay. Or float. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Okay, let's wrap it up there. This has been an abbreviated, but still good, episode 345 for my good friend Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Lifestyles lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is so flawless.